Hey, everybody. Welcome everybody. back. Hey, everybody. Punk, punk like that pocket. You know, you're stepping on me, dude. You're stepping on me. <laughs> Did it on purpose. That's my intro. I'm going to start stepping on your mark on my heart crap at the end now. Well, you do. You did last time. <laughs> you bastard. Anyway, we're back. That's Neil, of course. I'm Tom. Episode number 81. 81. Um, first, you can find us at punktillidiepodcast on Facebook or email us, love letters, hate mail at punktillidie77 at gmail. So, interestingly enough, Neil, I feel like today's show kind of goes full circle. It does. Because a does. year or so ago, we're like, well, we want to start having guests on, but we don't want to have too much of a stressful guest on so in and we don't have many traditions on this show because we're only been doing it for a little more than a year but if we have a tradition i believe our tradition is that at the end of the year we get together with ricky frankel and we talk about our year-end best list so today our guest is my old pal punk news compadre ricky frankel how you doing ricky Thank you. I'm I'm so happy to be the non-threatening guest for the podcast. This is great. I remember I remember when I reached out to you last year. I'm like, you're kind of going to be a practice guest, so I don't really know how it's going to go. <laughs> there you go, Ricky. You're a hey, practice what? guest. Yeah. So 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 glad to be uh, in the um, sitting in coach with you guys. This is nice. <laughs> well, we've gone 71. So that was 71 episodes ago. So we've actually had some pretty high fluting yeah. guests on since then. So I think we've probably gotten better at it. Yes. But oh, sure. but it does but it doesn't really matter because we're just going to sit around and, you know, brag yes. on each other. Anyway, yeah, Ricky so. was episode Ricky was episode ten, and he, I mean he should be honored because he's the he's the first guest that we've had on twice. So there you That's go. Not true. It's true. not. Swisher. Oh yeah, but he, you know, uh, yeah yeah he's yeah friend of the show. I don't know. Yeah. He's a friend of the show too. <laughs> yeah, but we went to his house, is what I mean. <laughs> well, we're going to Ricky's house too. Ricky, you inviting us to your house, buddy? If California ever opens back up, so what's it like? What's it like in California, Ricky? You're not. Are you in LA proper? Or are you in the burbs? Uh, I'm in the burbs. I've recently. I've, I've actually, believe it or not, I've actually moved during this whole this year. So I'm, but I'm still in LA County. I'm okay. not in. I'm not in like LA City proper. I never have been, but um, and I never would move there. Well, I was um, to say, if, if I'm to believe the New York Times, if you step outside of your house in LA proper for your own safety, you will be shot on sight. You know, it's like, it's honestly like, obviously like it, it sucks, but it's not like, like I, I, no one's getting arrested and you can, and if you really look like, if you kind of dig a little bit more, like you'll see like the sheriffs out here are like, we're not listening to you, Gavin Newsom. Like we're not, right. we're not, we're not doing this. So, um, you know, in what? Your, your upscale suburb, Ricky, maybe not downtown. Yeah, though. true enough. Well, downtown's a whole different story, but I'm talking about the sheriffs in particularly, um, uh, uh, and that's different from like the LAPD. But no one's getting arrested because they're not wearing like a mask outside or something like that. Mm. It's just, it's just what what freaks me out is like you know, uh, you know, our mayor will has been threatening to like turn people's water off (laughs) if uh, if you don't like comply, and that's and and that is just genuinely terrifying. How is Um, that legal? How can you turn his water off? That's funny because in Detroit they won't shut anybody's buddy's water off during this time. Yeah, that's a punishment. Don't want to drink it. (laughs) It, it, It's honestly. It, it's a weird I, I've always complained about this city even on the punk news podcast even before all of this I just so, picture those like Terminator like those round drone things with just barrels yeah just going out shooting like, people yeah just patrolling the sky yeah <laughs> that's actually off. Ricky's job he's in charge of those exactly <laughs> yeah I got my joystick at my kitchen table right now for it there you go <laughs> so of course so so yeah we we last year um last year actually I remember specifically I called you up because I I had run across your book in New Orleans. Yeah. And 
so I think you're still you're still peddling the book, right, Neil? Or uh, Ricky, you're still selling the book, right? Because you mentioned you mentioned that you wanted to talk about that a little bit. So I'm gonna go let you do that right off the bat. Thank you. So, um, well, first of all, I want to I, I want to thank you both for having for having me on again because when I was at Punk News, this was the my favorite podcast to do was talking about our end of the year list. So thank you guys for having me back on, and of it's course. something I I'm, I'm still doing over at Punk Worldviews. Um, so yeah, if you want, my book is called I'm Out of Here. Uh, it's a collection of all the interviews uh, that I did while I was at Punk News and other outlets. Um, and I only have about four left for me personally to, if you want um, to, to ship out, Amazon has maybe five. Mm. Um, and so if you want to get it uh, at imoutofhere.com, that will take you to the store envy where you can pick um, whether you want it signed or not. Or if you want to do it through Amazon, if that's easier for you, you can get free shipping through Amazon. Um, but there aren't a lot left, and I'm not doing a reprint, so um, I just want to get the the last of these um, out of my uh, out of my house and into uh, readers' hands. So um, that's kind of the that's sort of the deal right now. But um, as of right now, of the 150, only like I only have four, so jump on it. Well, I know. Will, I... will there be will there be a second book, Ricky? Oh. Yes, it'll be oh. it'll it'll be his memoirs from being on the Punk Till I Die podcast. Exactly, <laughs> Annual, just like every year. Just honestly, I, honestly, I'm still like burnt out from writing the book. But the book also, oh, but just let me add, the book does. It's not just interviews. It's also like uh, anecdotes about like where the band was, what I was doing, kind of. Year endless, right? It's got your year endless. It has all my year endless from 2014 to 2018. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, we did actually sell you. Um, we sold at least one copy after the last time you were on because I know our, I know. our buddy Richard I know. In, uh, in in England bought one from you. Like cost oh, more to oh, ship. It. No, you guys, I'm sorry, you sold two. So so he bought one, and then also someone con- um in like navel gazing like next week or something like that said, yeah, I listened to this and uh, I bought the book, and th- so you guys actually wow. got me to sell two. See, so like, you get results. You come on this yeah. show, you, you sell two results. copies. God damn it! Well, I was going to say because pretty much everybody that comes on our show sells at least two records, right? Because Neil and I buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true enough, man. <laughs> pretty much every time. Yeah. No, so I, I appreciate it, guys. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, but I'm happy to be back again. Like this is my favorite thing to do is just talk about our favorite end, uh, end of the year list. So, so uh, your yeah. list, your list will be. You you sent me the written list and I won't spoil all of it because obviously it's not it's not out published yet. But your like long form list, top twenty, your top singles, all that stuff, will be on Punk World Views at some point. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know when this gets well th- when this episode will get posted, but um, if it's, it's in with ten days or something, probably it, it'll probably be up by by then. Um, okay. It's it's but yeah, I. I the deal is like I do when I, when I'm feeling motivated and or if I feel like there's a release that's not getting enough attention, I'll just hit up Denise over at Punk World Views and say, "Hey, I'm going to review this." Um, and uh, I've done a little bit of writing still. Hey, yeah, every once in a while. I mean, but if someone like asks, but it, but you it it of the review. I mean, I used to do. I Tom, you know, I used to do like 50 reviews a year. I'm doing. I think this year I did five. So it, it's just kind of when I'm really motivated. When worse, I than, time. worse than Neil. Actually, hey, maybe not. Do you even do that many this year, Neil? Uh, no, I, I, I gave that up. I, I, it annoys me. So, okay, but for those of us that don't know, like me, what the hell's Punk World Views? What the hell's that? Punk World Views is um, it, it's basically a, a, another a punk like news site. Um, but this one actually by... covers punk. <laughs> There <laughs> uh, you go. Uh, Denise, uh, it's run by Denise uh, Borders. Um, she's, but it's much more like um, 
it, it has a really big emphasis on video and um, and uh, concert and like live show photography. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also news stories, reviews, and stuff like that. Um, and uh, if I can help her, and if I can help her out, I'll just throw a review every once, uh, you know, every few months. Sure. And um, that's it. Is it mostly? Is it mostly a one woman show? No, there. I, I know that there have been other photographers. I, there, someone else. You know, when I when I reviewed the Dragged In album, someone like the day before sent in a uh, uh, a review of the new uh, Less Than Jake album. Um, oh, so, uh, so it it just it just doesn't have <laughs> it just it, it's it's like <sighs> it, it just it seems to be like it, it's a much less formal sure uh, version of you know a less formal like you know. Uh, staff than than punk news. Sure. Uh, Trust me, punk news staff is pretty informal, Ricky. It's not like the days well, where you and I were when we were in our prime. It's very uh, <laughs> most of these kids, and most of these kids are older than you are. If we're being honest, they I swear their cat dies. They go into a funk for six months and can't write anything. They're they're very <laughs> fragile, fragile people. You know, I'm still in some. I, I mean, what I mean is like there aren't even any. There's no like Facebook group. It's like I'll email D- Denise a review yeah. and she'll post it, and and that's it. And um, but it's a very, I, it's a very cool site. Um, and she's well. Are they interested? Are they interested in hosting a podcast? I have reason to believe that our, that our website. Is... Yeah, that we might no, we but, might get thrown off. I, but if I can yeah. just plug one more thing, just sure. uh, I just want to let you know that um, whoever wants to, uh, Punk World Views is looking for contributors. Mm-hmm. So um. Whether you want to write, um, I, for now it's just writing, I guess. Uh, but if you email um, punkworldviews at gmail.com, if you're interested in doing that, I think she's look, you know, Denise, I think is looking for uh, more contributors. So um, hit her up. Now, where, where's well, Denise? Well, when I finally get barred from punk news, maybe I will, uh, maybe I'll take her up. I on think that. you have been, buddy. I think you've, I think you're done. <laughs> it could be, I think they just shut down the site just, yeah. to, just, <laughs> just to, to get rid okay. of us. I, I'm gonna. I I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off the listeners right now. We, you and I, need to talk about this after the show. Oh <laughs> like, shit! <laughs> like, I really want to hear what's going on. I want to hear all the hot goss. <laughs> that might have to be a different day, Ricky. But that's all right. So, so <laughs> we're gonna play a ton of songs tonight. Yeah, we're gonna play like a dozen songs, which is a lot. So, I was gonna say, what else? What else we got to talk about? We need to talk about anything else, or should we, without further ado, should we let Ricky go through his list? I think, know? yeah, I think Ricky should go Let's through his through his top ten. Yeah. Uh, and then and then play like all four songs. Yeah, well, so, uh, I, well, I don't know. Or do we do want to do his number ten, my number ten, your number ten? What do we want to do that? Casey Kasem. <laughs> I'm crazy, Kasem. It's like who's Casey Kasem? So do you want me to read my twenty or my ten? No, okay, just ten. Let's keep the ten so okay, we don't confuse we people. Three, then a song, then three, then a song, then three, then a song, and then number one in a song. We can do that. So that's what Ricky's gonna do. I don't know. All right, sure, go for it. Go for it, Ricky. Do you do 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 the first three? Do from ten to ten to eight. Okay, so number ten, number ten is DFMK, their self-titled album. Um, so that, this band, what are they? They're they're what? What, what was the I've question? Heard of them, but I've never heard them. Um, so they they finally put out their first full length. Um, they're kind of like hardcore from uh, from Mexico, and it's all in Spanish. Uh, but they're really, really good. I've seen them play twice. The cool thing about this, maybe not to you, you two, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, Ch- Chicken from uh, Dead to Me produced this album, and okay. 
it's uh it's really really good then number nine which i think all of us are just going to gush over this album uh is the uh, under tension by the drowns yes, yes. uh which by the way they were the only band i got to see the live this year <laughs> so oh, wow that's cool that's a good one so well, that's better than we did so yep uh and then number eight which you'll hear a song from as uh which you'll hear a song from is a band called dragged in they're canadian uh patio lantern from uh, Brutal Youth fronts this band. It's much less, it's much more straight hardcore than um, Brutal Youth is, where Bu- Brutal Youth will be hardcore mixed with like some melody. Um, and their album's called LP1. They really, it's the very first release from this very cool new um, uh, label out of uh, in Canada called Curse Blessings Records. And um, so that, so the, and this one, I, it's really, really good. It's my, it's, it was the last review of the year for me. Uh, at Punk World Views, and this band deserves to be heard a, a lot. So that's going to be one of the songs. So I'm going to well, play let's, play, that let's, let's do that then, since it works with the yep with the group. Let's play that. Tell, introduce it again. So um, the song is called "Say Something." That's from uh, LP One by the band Dragged In. Now it's over. Now it's broken. Wish it wasn't, but I'm sorry. Still like to say anything. I just wish you would. Say something by Dragged In. Yeah. Rick, but you want to you want to go next, Neil, or you want me to go? 
Um, I'll I'll go next if you want. Sure, go ahead. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, my number ten is Private Function from Australia. Uh, their album "Whose Line Is It Anyway." Phenomenal. Did you have Did you have that too, Ricky? Who, who's this, Neil? I, I never even heard I, these guys. I, oh, Why these guys. So even a link or anything. So these guys are an Australian band. They're on um, Damaged Records, which is a Damaged Records company, which is owned by Cl- the band Clowns. They're some of the members. Um, what's cool about this band is, first of all, they rock too. Both of their albums rock so hard, and I loved private, uh, this this album this year. But uh, the uh, but uh, PJ Russo from Nightbirds plays guitars in the, guitar in this band as hmm. well. Okay. So, but th- so it's I was so happy to see. Um, Neil have this on his list. And also, I know Rich Coxsedge um, out in the UK. I know he also was really into his band as well. Okay. <laughs> what was that guy's cool. name? <laughs> Rick Coxsedge. He writates for Razor Cake, I believe. He's, he's an old punk news guy. Really uh, old. Oh, that made me laugh. He's, okay. He's damn near your age, Neil. He's a real geezer. At least not as old as me, I bet. <laughs> um, number nine, we have our boys from Pittsburgh, The Cheats, with uh, Cussing, Crying, and Carrying On. Yep, great album. Um, I know, Tom, you've got that on yours, too, a bit higher than I do. It kept climbing. And at number eight, I've got the band Starving Wolves, who I actually, I actually dissed a little bit. What's that? Did Ricky turn you up them last year? No, I don't think so. Um, I, I don't... I've been following them for quite a while. They're on my honorable mentions, but I've seen them a bunch of times, and... Um... Uh, I re- I did really enjoy that record. Now they're, out, they're, they're like a super group of sorts, right? Aren't they like from other a combination of other bands and stuff? The lead singer I know is from well, he fronts the Casualties now, I believe, and then um, he was also in the Crumb Bumps. Crumb Bumps, yeah. As you say, the guy who the Casualties they, guys. They're they're like really good live. Um, the Casualties and... are actually almost listenable now that they got rid of the original <laughs> singer. Almost. So, yeah, so that was Starving, number eight was Starving Wolves with the album True Fire. And I'm actually going to play a song from that. Um, This one is called Never Touch the Ground.
Never touch the ground there by starving wolves. Um, so Tom, let's right. let let's hear your ten through eight. So I'm I will I will be the first to admit that I do gi- I did give a certain amount of weight to whether or not somebody came on and talked to us. And the only reason that makes a difference is because my actual top ten, I think I had one or two thrash albums. But for today's purposes, I'm only going to include punk albums. Yeah, so I, did the, at, I did the same thing because, you know, I'd have had Morrissey number one. I, was so, say, I, know. Morrissey was, I know Morrissey was your number one. Yeah, So coming at, at number ten, or don't, oh, Ricky hates Morrissey. Don't get him started. Yeah. He hates me. And, I've, seen, uh, I've seen his top 20. It's, it's horrible, so go on. <laughs> <laughs> so... Real nice. Real yeah, nice. Yeah. No, it's not that. I, you know what? I, I just don't guess like this. That's Greg Simpson, Neil. I just don't get Morrissey. I've tried so hard to listen to the Smiths. I'm like, I, I don't get it. But I see people just worship him. I don't so, understand I, it. I'm in the weird category where I'm like, I think he's okay. Like most people <laughs> really hate him. Like, I think he's okay. I mean, it's all right. It's not really something I listen to, but. But yes, that's the one thing I believe that our old pal John Gentilly and Neil agree on is their love of Morrissey. Yeah, that's true. Even I, though, that's a, that, yeah, that's the foundation of a solid relationship, really. It's true. It's true. Yes. Okay, so go on, Tom. What's your number Dead ten, boys. buddy? So number ten is the Fullers, our pal Pete from yes. New Jersey. The they they put out their album on Pro Rock Records right out of the Chicago area. Hey, there. Kenny. The name of that, yeah. Hey, the name Kenny. of that record. Is Cheers. Yep. Good album quick like a 20 you know 23 25 minutes yeah street punk song. kind of thing right yeah number nine i have one that i know ricky has at some point too which is the suicide machines revolution spring not a big ska guy but i really like this record it speaks yeah. to me i speaks to me at my advanced age i i've been kind of struggling with this thought about this record and do you think this is like their uh every everything sucks return like do you think it's that as big as that I don't know, but I think the Suicide Machines, and, you know, we had somebody on from Detroit. It was Ricky Rat the other day who was saying, you know, everything from Detroit's got a slightly different angle. And the Suicide Machines were always the toughest of those third-wave ska bands and always the punkest of those third-wave yeah. ska Yeah, um, And this record's no exception. And the lyrics are it, uh, the lyrics are uh, written by a guy who's in his mid-40s now and is not an idiot and... Uh, I don't know. I just think it's a good record. It spoke to me early. It came out pretty early in the year, and and I and I just enjoyed it. What's the My album called, Tom? Is, I don't want you to say the name of it. It's called Revolution Spring. Okay. And then my eighth is a French band. Now I don't know anything about French bands. I don't know that I have any albums by French bands, but um, <laughs> they're they're a Pirates <laughs> Press band, and they sent me the promo, and I love this album. And it's it's a band called Lions Law. Yeah, like an and old oi band, right? Well, they used to be an oi band anyway, yeah. yeah. Like a, a weird cross between like Coxbar and Agnostic Front or something. Yep. But oh, cool band. Um, and the name of their album this year was The Pain, the Blood, and the Sword. Great black and white like tattoo art cover. It's just, it's just a cool album. It's a great album. So let's actually play what is essentially the title track from that album. So this is Lion's Law, PBS. Not not to be confused with, you know, public broadcasting system. Our world is facing changes. Here comes the source of crisis. Our dreams are slowly fading. When we all make compromises The right party that ensues Or the wise it wouldn't make sense Real is 
Lower there with uh, Pain, Blood, and the Sword. Yeah, it is a good album, and of course, because it's Pirates Press, they do an amazing job with the vinyl and stuff. Like, it's white vinyl, I believe, right? Not mine, I have black, but oh, yeah, it's black. Cool. Okay, yeah, I think uh, what it, I, I always go ahead. Oh, sorry, what I always loved about Pirates Press is like not only are the records really good, but also they use really, really quality, um, they make really yeah. quality uh, covers too. Yeah, like, like their album art is like this for the yeah. Drowns album is so solid it, it's awesome See, that was real understated though well it's but but you're right they do a really nice job and this year especially the last couple of years i've noticed that they've definitely stepped above and beyond their street punk stuff yeah. which a lot of it honestly to me is kind of a miss musically but i see them trying to really expand their expand well, their I, roster they listen they, they landed subhumans that's pretty big yeah that's cool but once again you know these older bands i don't think sell a lot of records anymore but yeah, with Coxbar, dude, they have oh, Coxbar. Is yeah. their artists? They're huge too. So, but I love that. I love that last Subhumans record. I love the last Coxbar album. So, hey, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard, Ricky, but we had um, 
we had Skipper from uh, Pirates Press on on one of yeah, our episodes, and it was it was super interesting hearing him talk about the you know how they how they do their production and it was yeah, hard it making was, the yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah, it was. Hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. I, I I did see that. Yeah. The, so you guys have been landing it. Those the guests, nice. Great. When people can't leave their houses, they're willing to come talk to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we got a fucking captive audience. <laughs> exactly. It's for a while there. We were making like two, three a week, and people were just like, "Bring it on, bring it on." We're just like, "We're so tired." <laughs> yeah, my voice came out. Not like this is exactly hard work, but it does take some planning and scheduling oh, sure. and that kind of thing. So no, there's a listen. I remember, listen, there's a lot that goes into into this stuff. It's not like everyone just sits down, rant, you know, and it, it's it's a lot of planning. I, I believe me, I know that. Except for tonight, it's just like three guys sat down and yeah, yeah, an apple Christmas wine and well, those are some, some of the rent. best ones, right? Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. Back to you, Ricky. What do you got next? All right, so number seven is uh, "All Borders Are Porous to Cats" by the World in Front of Friendship Society. Um, just oh dear, dear, dear. See, okay, I, I'm so glad <laughs> we're gonna get to the next one. So I'm so glad Niels is is shitting on me now because I am not I, a fan I, of this band either, Ricky. I can oh, never do these they're guys. They're so good. They are so good. Terrible. So no, no way. So embarrassing. The next, so the funniest <laughs> thing is, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna get you know I'm gonna get more uh you know shrugs for the next one. But my uh the next one is Skeleton Coast by the Lawrence Arms. And what I love about posting on my Instagram is I'll post a record, and Neil will like in, if he really hates the record, he'll inevitably comment. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's a, he's shitty. a real. He's- He's a but, real troll. He's a real online no, troll. No, here's the thing. Every time he does it, though, I will start cracking up because I can hear his Britishness in the <laughs> in the uh, in the comment. And what I'll do is every time I'll just I'll pin the comment to the top of the comment so everyone can see it. <laughs> you like it when you like it when you put your beautiful flamed orange record on that you paid twenty seven dollars for, and Neil says, "I wouldn't wipe my ass with that." <laughs> and, and the funniest thing is, like. He did that with the Bomb Pops record. He's like, "Oh, this is garbage." And, and now then, he likes and, it. And now he and then like he he goes he went back and commented, "Oh wait, this is a really good record." Like like well, six months later. Hold on a second. A hold on a second. To be maybe a little too judgmental there, Neil. No, let's go back on that one. No, I said the early Bomb Pop stuff wasn't good, but then I listened to this one and I did really like it. So it's there slick. you go. So, wait, yeah. so there is actually, if you look at the Red Scare stuff, it's actually um, quite good as well. There's a song called Oh God, what was it called? Um, uh, oh God, I'm totally blanking on it. Oh, um, no, I'm totally blanking on it. But it's they they had they they're actually a Red Scare band. Oh, you know, like ten years ago or something like that. Um, what's the name of that song? Sorry, I'm just looking for it. But it's really good, and that's what got me into that. Got me into them. Um, uh, so okay, let me get this. You got World Inferno. You got. Oh, sorry, hang on a second. Okay, so Lawrence anyway, Arms. I'll find that song later. Um, well, I'm, so, I'm pretty indifferent to Lawrence Arms. Like I don't yeah. dislike them, but they don't do anything for me. Well, that was the th- that was the nice thing guys. with me. That Fun was the thing. That was the thing with me. It was like the album wasn't terrible. But it wasn't. If people were raving about it, like it was the best album in the last ten years, and it was just very average. I thought. Speak to a certain generation, but not ours. Yeah, not ours. You know who speaks our generation? Neil, a bunch of dead guys. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. We need a generation. It's a good name for a band, Dead Generation. There you go. There you go. All right. Sorry, Ricky. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Ricky. Uh, we'll we'll carry on without yeah. you. <laughs> um. So what else do we have here? Um. The next one is. Uh, the Suicide Machines, Revolution Spring. Um, cool. I, again, like I, this is a real, even if it's not as big of a comeback record as every as everyone as everything sucks. Um, I thought this was really really good. 
Um, uh, and I mean, that song to play Caesar is just so good. And I love, uh, it's kind of just back to their roots. Um, uh, but kind of more modern and God, it is. So, I also didn't expect horns in this one, which was kind of, which was, it was pretty of, minimal, pretty minimal. Yeah. But like one song, which is fine. Um, well, should we and, should we should we play that? Should we play if sing the, sings? You've talked it up. Maybe we should play that song. Do you have one, one of those song, one of those songs from any of those bands on the list of songs that you wanted to play? No, actually, it's not. Uh, but we no. can do it. It's fine. We can throw we can throw an audible here. All right, sure. fine. Then let's let's play. Um, to play Caesar is to be stabbed to death by the Suicide Machines. That's the easiest way for us to get away from making fun of your choices. Just to cut. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide machines to play Caesar is to be stabbed to death. Oh, sorry, real quick. Yes, so sir. The, the bomb pop song I was talking about yes, is sir. called it's called Out of Hand. Look that up. It's like it's from. There's a good music video from it, and that's that's a. I mean, that's really good early bomb pop stuff. Is so. it one of the early EPs? Yeah, because that was the thing. I thought the early EPs. That, that was what I was like commenting on. All the songs sounded the same, so I was. Ch- check out. Out of I hand. thought they impressed. They they improved a lot. I thought. Oh yeah, they they definitely have, and and that and in the end, that was a good, that was um, the record they put out this year was was quite good. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Didn't make your top twenty though, huh? Hmm. There we'll were see. so guys. That's something. That's a whole other conversation. There was so much that came out this year <clears throat> that it was it was it was hard to to keep it down to twenty, as you can see by my my incredibly long honorable mentions list. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, you mm. do take this very seriously, my friend. Yes. <laughs> He does. He loves it. Yeah. What about you, Neil? What about you? All right. Actually, talking about the bomb pops, they made number seven on my list. 
with the album Death in Venice Beach. Um, We'll come back to that one in a second. Like I said, I didn't like the early stuff so much, but I thought this album was actually really, really good. And uh, getting it on that like blue-white vinyl was actually turned out to be very difficult, but there you go. Um, Number six, six, I have our friends, the Raging Nathans, uh, Mm. with their excellent album, Oppositional Defiance. Absolutely awesome record yeah really really good it josh is, right? was on too he was great josh was on great guest number 74 or something Check yeah. it out, Ricky. what was the record where it had the cover with the two people on the roller coaster that was their first album okay see i actually reviewed oh, that for punk. I, I, I i reviewed that for punk news and it did nothing for me and then they come in and just crash down with this just see that album, so that album i think is actually pretty solid too but this new album is definitely, I think, as far as an LP go, t- it takes it to a new level. Huge but they step up. A bunch of splits this year, dude, and all the splits are really good too. Honestly, well, like I'm, they did, I, it, they did I three pre- splits this year. I, I pre-ordered the one that they're doing with Red Scare uh, with the Reganomics. Yeah, me too. Still waiting on that. Where are we at with that, Josh? I know you're <laughs> out in your garage packing that up right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Red, uh, Rad girlfriend is actually putting out uh, the DFMK record too. They're they're doing it with La Escalera. I, I just I hear DMFK. It reminds me of like a like a Jonas Brothers side project or something. I, I don't know. Just well, wasn't there an old industrial anything but that? Believe me. Well, wasn't yeah. wasn't there an old industrial band from Germany? Oh, KMFDM. What's that? KMFDM. Yeah, that, there you go. KMFDM. Yeah, yeah. See. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, so that was my number six. Was Raging Nathan's and okay. num- number five. I had the new Queers album, Save the World. There you go. Which um, I know, Tom, you have that on your yours too, and uh, you know it's it, it's just a damn good record. Every song is great. Every song is catchy as hell. And uh, did not make even Ricky's honorable mention list. But yeah, man, what's the matter with you, Ricky? We have no sense of humor over there. I didn't even I, honestly. I didn't even listen to it. I, I totally I totally missed it. It only just came out, so yeah. I I, I mean I that and also I mean I, I know the script. I'm sure we'll talk about the Screeching Weasel album too, but like I, I think I listened to that once, and I after that I don't know what happened. Oh, oh, Tom, you're going to be very angry. Less, less, less World Infernal Friendship Society, more Screeching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Wait, what song yeah. you play, deal? Okay, from my from the number seven, I am going to play a song by the Bomb Pops uh, again from their album Death in Venice Beach. I'm going to play the song Double Arrows Down. I'm sitting here. It's not fair I'm just sick of being scared Sometimes life deals you a shitty hand Sometimes your day doesn't go as planned But with me, I feel like all I do is
couple arrows down there by the bomb pops. Um, yeah, it's more poppy than most of the stuff on here, but it's really, really well done. Um, it's just a great, it's just a really solid album all the way around. I, you know, I had Bad Cop, Bad Cop on my top 22, but um, I think the bomb pops album was, was better, so. Is that Bad Cop, Bad Cop album? See, I, I like seeing Bad Cop, Bad Cop live. I think they're a good, solid live band, but I cannot get into their LPs. They're just too sh- sugary. That new too, one's uh, good. I mean, the songwriting is good, you know? I kind of want to hear that EP that uh, Pro Rock's putting out their very first EP. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I, I have a first I'm curious pressing if that's like raw. I have a I have a first pressing of it. It's not. It's it's before they had their full lineup. It's 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 actually quite good. Is it? Yeah. Well, Amy, if you want to throw that into my order too. Damn, hold on. on a second. That was damn by faint praise. That was quite good. <laughs> quite good. I mean, that's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's no World Inferno Friendship Society, but you know, <laughs> oh my it's quite God. good. Guys, I'm sticking. I'm standing by World Inferno. You got one coming up later, Ricky. You're not that everybody me to the in the core America... with World Inferno. One coming up later that everybody in America seems to love, except for Neil and I. So don't worry, it'll get worse before it gets better. <laughs> it'll get worse. Yeah, yeah. So, so moving on for me at number six, I have the amazing, excellent X comeback album. Elf oh my Man. god, yes. You know, and the funny thing is, with a lot of these albums, actually, I'm starting. I should start at number seven, shouldn't I? Duh. Yeah, number seven. Number sorry, six, yes, yes. I have the Raging Nathan's Oppositional Defiance. Mm-hmm. Love this record. I had been a casual fan of this band. But, you know, so a lot of times we'll have a guest on, and I'll be a casual fan of the band. But I'm like, oh, I should do a deep dive. And I'll be like, wow, this is really good. Why haven't I been listening to this more? And that was definitely the case with the Raging Nathan's. Um, so I really like this record. I like the cover of the record. I like the songs. I like it's It's a little darker than their early stuff, but I really like the record. Um, then number six, we got the excellent, you know, it's funny, all these albums on my top 10 or at least my top five, it's like the last one I listened to is the best one. It's like, oh, it's so good. Like you throw the X album on, you're like, oh man, that's my favorite record this year. Dude, I tell you what, it is. It's excellent. I I had listened to it in about six months and I just put it on recently, the last couple days and it is fantastic. So I love the X comeback album. I know there's a couple of retread songs on it and whatever, but it's got great energy. It sounds like their voices are a little strained no question but it sounds like classic x just love it yeah they have some age yeah. to them but they still sound great three albums, this is the best I, album I think. this was this was like uh, i i was surprised at how good this was um it's great but uh i mean i got a fever is such a killer song and um uh and and but i had a good feeling because the seven inch they put out the uh the last year was was really good too so i'm like all right i'll take a i'll take a shot at this so it ended up working out Quite there were, really, there were really two well. albums, and one of them was the Weasel album, and this was the other one, that there was no fanfare, no build-up. It's just like, hey, we dropped our new album. Well, they ju- yeah, yeah. And, and they just pushed it out. They just pushed it out um, digitally, right? And there, was, and there was no vinyl for months. No. Well, they let you, yeah. No, so, so what happened was they released the vinyl, like, ran- no, 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 I'm sorry. They released, like, the digital, like, immediately. Right. And Absolutely. then... And then, uh, right, and then at the same time was the pre-order. Um, but at the same time, they've also been like reissuing everything too. Yeah. Um, they, like the new, uh, they, they reissued the um, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles like on on, on gold vinyl, and they've been doing everything uh, else yeah. too. So, and that, and then at number five, I'm actually gonna change, swap my number four and number five so okay. I can play a song with each group. But I'm going to, oh, that's not gonna work. 
Oh, will it? Oh, I can't remember what my other song was. Anyway, at number five, I have The Queers Save the World. Um, really like this record. Great classic pop, you know, pop punk songwriting. Um, the reason I, I didn't have it higher, I think, because I love some of those early Queers albums, like mid-90s, are some of my very favorite records of all time. But I felt like a lot of the songs on this were kind of gimmicky. Like Neil's favorite song, the dildo song. <laughs> there uh, goes getting Joe Queer on again. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> no, I love the record. I don't want to. I don't want to put it down. I just don't think it was that next level, like serious album of the year contender. Joe, I think it Joe, was. So come on, just, come on with us again. <laughs> but anyways, okay. So let's play a Raging Nathan song then. Okay. What one did I pick? Old you blood. picked Old Blood. Yep. So talk so, it up, Tom. Raging Nathan's. This is towards the end of the album, from their new album, Oppositional Defiance. Old blood. <laughs> Tom, that was that was quite the introduction there. Us <laughs> old blood by the raging Nathans. Um, I know you said you like the cover. I still don't get the cover. I know he tried to explain it to us, but I still don't get the cover at all. So classic fifty style cover. It's just got a guy fucking wrestling a tiger on it. I don't. I don't get oh, it. Talking, oh, you're talking the raging Nathans. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it either. But I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not saying you get it. I thought you were talking about the Queers album. That's like, oh, it's just kind of like a throwback to the yeah. Sing along up. No, kids. the Raging Nathan's one. No, he remember he tried to explain the cover to us when when he was on, yeah. but uh, yeah, I still don't get it. Because and and I guess that the problem is it it comes out too close to the uh, to that TV show Tiger King, right? So everyone yeah. thinks it's something to do with Tiger King. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yeah, exactly. Joe Exotic. Is he still in prison? That's the question. Maybe we should have him on. Trump should pardon him on his way out. Seriously, he sh- he sh- dude. Seriously, right? He's going to pardon all these crooked lawyers and crooked everybody else. It's like, come on. Pardon Joe Exotic. Yeah, he's probably going to put... Get that... Get that... Oh, I can't remember her name. Carol Baskins. Get that Carol Baskins in prison. Yeah, get her the fucking prison. That's right. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Did you, watch the t- did you watch that, Ricky? I actually didn't. Really? I just, oh, my. 
I just, I just, I, I, my, one of my siblings watched it, and I'm like, is it worth it? And they said, not really. And and honestly, I've I've seen some previews. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think I get the gist. So I, I actually never really get it. Horrible. Even the ones you sort of like, they're horrible, horrible people. You really don't yeah. want anything good for any of them. <laughs> no, but it's kind of it's kind of unfair. That out of the bunch of them, Joe Exotic is the one that's in prison. Like the whole yeah. bunch of them should have been in fucking prison. <laughs> sure, in the same he's cell. A, How's that? You know, what? It's not easy to be gay in Oklahoma or wherever he's from. <laughs> All right. No, they're from Florida, I believe. Of course, they were from Florida, right? Where, where else would they be from? It's from Oklahoma, something. Carol Baskins is from Florida. Oh, is that right? Okay. Big there long. Word. All right, we're off. Forget it. We're... <laughs> it's okay when we go off track to talk about serial killers. It's not okay when we go off to talk about Netflix series. <laughs> okay. So where are we at, Ricky? I think you're up to number so, four. Yes. I, I have my last four. So should should I do no. three? Yeah, do, one for last. Yeah, do okay. four till two, and then we'll save the. We'll come back and we'll cycle back. Okay, so, so my number four is Get Dead, uh, their album Dancing with the Curse. Uh, mm. The number three, Whose Line Is It Anyway by Private Function. Just this album rocks. I absolutely love it. Hold on a second. Uh, hold, hold on a second. Go back to your number four. I want to hear you talk. Let's, let's let it finish, and then we'll go back to his number four. I didn't. I didn't expect I'd have to to defend this. What what's arguably like probably the consensus record of the year. Um, <clears throat> and number two, and I'd be surprised if you guys don't <laughs> like this band. What the fuck um, is going on? <laughs> let him finish, Neil. Let him finish. I, Save I, him for Instagram. Honestly, like, I, I thought you guys would be into this record, and that's Frail Bray by Western Addiction. I never heard it. You should. Tom, you should. I, I mean, I, I... Western I, Addiction. See, I'm thinking Western Settings was the one that I thought was so dull. No, 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 no. Western Addiction, um, is it's a hardcore band out of, uh, out of the Bay Area. Uh, they're on fat, but... God damn, this record is so good. Western Addiction. Uh, All right, man. I'll, I'll, you know what? Last year, after you came on, we tried to listen to some of your stuff. And I know some of it we actually really liked. I know Neil even bought some of the records, you at least one or two. Yeah, that I, you... I, I think it was one for two. I think I played you guys. I told you guys to listen to Not Clowns, On. I think he liked. But yeah, there was Clowns. One I love Clowns, yeah. We... Clowns are, is such a good band. But yeah. um, you guys should check out Western Addiction. Their whole catalog is phenomenal. Hmm. Um uh, so okay, what what okay? So uh, roast me. What's wrong? What's wrong? Go back. Go back to your number four. Yeah, Ex- Why? Explain it. Explain it. Explain it. I've I've listened to it. I've listened to it like six times. It is completely average. Anything for me? Nowhere near average. Okay, here's the deal. What Tell I me. will. What I here's what I will um, concede. The Punk News review for it, giving it a five out of five, is Ridiculous. ludicrous. It is not a perfect record. It is not a classic. It's just it. It's just not. Okay. Yeah. Um, or on your list, it must be pretty good, right? I would, if I had reviewed it, I would have given it a probably a four and a half out of five. That's um, pretty. It's still pretty high, but I would. It's not like it, it's not the Clash's self-titled record. Okay. Um, yeah. If you listen to, if you listen to their first two records, yep. this is such a massive jump and such a different take on what they do. Um, that, uh, I, I, my jaw dropped to the floor. Like I was in, uh, and I didn't expect them to go in kind of like this weird, like ska, uh, direction, but you know, their first album, bad news was kind of like a almost acoustic kind of like early against me type vibe. Then, uh, honestly lives elsewhere. Um, 
which was very underrated. Uh, that one is kind of just more like uh, angry melodic punk. Then this was like super different. They took so many different um, genres and just kind of mixed and mashed them together. Um, hardly any. Yeah, that's what I didn't like about it. That's what I didn't like about yeah, it at all. Any, it was just it was hardly just, any punk. Yeah, it was just all over the place. I don't know. I, 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 I when I saw that review, very rarely do I read a review and go, "Oh, I better go listen to this." But I went and listened to it, and it just did not grab me at all. And listen, different strokes for I, different folks. But I, I know I, that this is universally being yeah. proclaimed as like the great album this year. And I just, man, I cannot get into it. Well, I, for, I mean, I would, I maybe it's because I have the context of their, the rest of their catalog. I don't know if you guys have listened to their other records. Um, I, don't have that. I think I think Sam King's voice is super unique. Um, I think the guitar leads are really, really creative. Um, and uh, I it was just something I didn't expect. Um, I, huh. I, I, I mean, I wasn't totally surprised that they would get a little bit of, uh, not backlash, but like a little bit of resistance. Um, but I got to tell you, like, this was just, uh, and, and I, they released the video for Hard Times like super early in the year, but no one really paid attention. Um, and I went, oh, this is going to be really, really good. And um, uh, yeah, but the guitar leads, Sam King's voice, um, and just how different it, it is. It was, it was not like these guys do not want. It's clear these guys do not want to be put into a box. And um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, I was so happy when it finally arrived uh, uh, in the mail. See, um, but yeah. I have such a hard time with this because, okay, you said, and, you know, and I'll give you props for that. You said it's not a five out of, you know, five out of five record no, or whatever. No, 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 no. And you said it's a, you know, but you'd still give it a four and a half. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that puts it on par with like some classic punk albums, which we've been listening to for 40 years. No one's going to be listening to this album in 40 years time. I, that is, okay. I, 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 I don't know, but you know, I mean, at least in the, in the, in the punk news context, if you give something a five out of five, that means it's a classic. That's just embarrassing that, is what that is. That's and, just fucking and, embarrassing. Well, so like, it's perfect. like, like again, be perfect. again, yeah, it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be black flags damage. It's gotta be the clash's self-titled record. It's gotta I be, think, I think uh, black flags damage production quality makes it a nine, but. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but I know what you, 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 you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so I don't. I I disagreed with that. Um, but I I think, I mean, this was if you if you listen to their first their, their stuff from before this record, it is such a huge jump in direction, and I wouldn't say improvement because these guys are super talented. I've seen them live, um, but uh, it's it's a really good record. If it doesn't, I mean, it's it and it's also yeah, it's, it's no. also one of the more it's it's one of the more unique records. So I I when I heard it, I'm like, I don't know how I I, I wasn't surprised by the resistance that some people ha gave it hey, um, okay so are, just, a lot of people, are a lot of people giving it resistance because i swear all i hear is just universal praise universal praise but if you look at the review uh the punk news review you'll see a little bit um in the you'll see a little bit of of, of ah. uh, resistance in the comments um which you know that that happens but i mean these guys did a really good job um and it it just vibed with me man i don't know what else to say like if i mean Here's the thing that really turned me off. I think I, I don't know which video. I think I saw a video of theirs uh, first before I heard the album, and I don't uh -huh. know which video it was. It might have been um, I don't know if it was Hard Times or if it was a video for a song called Disruption or something. And it's them doing like doing graffiti and stuff like that. And it was just embarrassing. Well, it was just well, fucking well, embarrassing. Here's the thing. So I believe Sam King is actually a painter. 
uh, as a, as a uh, civilian job. Like so I, I think so. I could be wrong. Um, but I think that's what he does. And I think and he talks about painting in, in lyrics, in the, in the lyrics, not in the album. I don't know if it's that song. But um, uh, so the, I think that's just part of it. So the, they I think they come by it honestly. Um, mm. uh, I think music video, I mean, music videos in, in general now these days, I, it's just more just to push the album. It's not really like it's meant to be some sort of like major statement or no this one was this one was supposed to be a political statement and it was so it was so you know oh was this was oh are you talking about the one for pepper spray maybe it was i don't know i I don't know what the name of the song was it was that they were they were like spray painting on overpasses and like you know it had had some skateboarders in it it was just every fucking cliche that you could imagine a punk rock band having (laughs) they had it in this video and it was embarrassing that's one for pepper spray i don't think they i think they had some third party put that together i could be wrong though so i don't think that was like that but um uh don't i mean i think if you're gonna uh, I don't know. I kind of mixed mixed feelings about watching like the mu- a music video before you listen to the whole album. Um, uh, but I mean, I, I, I if you guys really want to kind of figure out what they're all about, listen to their first two albums and then see just hu- what a huge jump this was, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe you'll appreciate it more. I don't know. But um, what, I, I which which one of those video. which one of those bands do you want to play a song from, Ricky? Uh, well, I know I know Neil has one from Private Function. Um, so I'll play "Hard Times" by uh, by Get Dead. Okay, okay. there you go. You what be the just judge. talking about? Yeah, uh, "Hard Times" by Get Dead. Just 
times there get that so you, you guys can decide whether if i'm crazy or if ricky's crazy <laughs> or if so, you're both crazy yeah well you know and, and i actually did get that one a real chance i listened to the album probably like six times because people were raving about it so well, much and i wanted to I see i, I wanted to see what time. people were talking about and uh and it didn't make my top 20 of the year so there you go but that's you know there's other there's other bands like that and i know ricky had this on his bigger list um there's another band that everybody loves except for me. I could just can couldn't care less about them. And that band is Pup. Oh well, okay. And Pup. I don't know what I'm missing, but I just find this band so dull and whiny. I just and everybody's like, "Oh, they're the best. They're they're like the future." I'm like, I'll, "Well, I'll I'm, I'm the past." I'll tell you why. If you're if you're not if you don't have a predilection towards like, uh, I I I don't. I'm very picky with it. But if you don't have like a predilection towards like the more indie. Uh, rock stuff. That's what they. Uh, that's kind of their style. It's like mixed with like you know, indie, like really kind of um, intricate indie rock and uh, like, like hard hard hitting hard hitting punk. Um, that's kind Not of hard it. That's kind doesn't of hit me hard enough. <laughs> we don't so, want to know about you getting hard, Tom. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So that, right, that's, that's, that's kind of their thing. But um, yeah. Okay, so it's me, right? Okay, so uh, number four, I had X, Alphabet Land. Absolutely amazing comeback album. What was the first album in like 30 years or something? It was the first with the original lineup in yeah, 35 original, years. Yeah, original cool. lineup, everybody. I mean, how often does that happen? With a different guitar yeah. player. I, I, I saw them at Punk Rock Bowling in 2018. They were really, really good. Yeah, great. Yeah, so that was my number four. Um, but seriously, I've listened to it so many times over the last week that it, if I had to do, but I did this list like two weeks ago. If I had to do it now, I might have them at number one. So I was, I was about that. Um, number three, I have a German band who nobody else has on the list. Um, it's another pro rock band. So again, hey Kenny, um, this is a band called the Sewerettes and the album Magic Summer. And it just happened to catch me at the right time. It's very much in the Teenage Bottle Rocket, Mast Intruder um, vein. Just fun, um, short, you know, uh, pop punk songs. But uh, you wouldn't know they're German because their English is fantastic. It's all in English. And uh, the album's called Magic Summer. And it's just a really, really fun summer record. Um, I really enjoyed it. So that's my number three. And at number two, I have... Um, Actually, we had we had this guy on as a guest, uh, Chavez, the singer from uh, Smog Town, who then became Gross Polluter. So the Gross Polluter album, the people get what the public get. Uh, the pu- people get what the people get. Um, so I have that at my number two, and that's just a fantastic album. Um, Great record. Yeah, it is. Great record that I don't think many people know about. No, and it, it, I mean, it's just, it's angry. It's not super fast, but it just shows. It's a punk e- record that makes fun of punk. Yep. Exactly, and it's just even though it's not super fast, the guitars are up in the mix, and it everything about it sounds angry. The guitar sounds angry. Chavez sounds angry. Clever lyrics. Yeah, taking the piss out of everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I absolutely love it. Great, great record. I definitely, I would, I have never 
had never heard of that band until you booked him and man love it yeah that's a great record um but anyway so but i'm actually going to play something by the sewer rats because i don't think people have really heard of them before so i am going to play the song down for life uh by the sewer rats when i was 16 years old i thought the two coolest things in the world were skateboarding and music like playing the guitar and being in a band with a bunch of friends travel across the land tell you why down for life so yeah that's just a it's just a really fun pop punk album um so you know lightweight but it's it's just fun and there used to be a psychobilly mm. band i believe which is kind of interesting so mm. oh it's you tom what i do with my list what did i do with my list oh there it is well i, ha- I have your top your top list okay number yeah. four where well, we're gonna get, we're starting to the heavy repeats now yep number four i have the cheats cuss and crying and carrying on yes sir so this is another one. You reached out to Todd Cheat to come on. Super nice guy. Great guy. I hope we can go get some tattoos and drink some beer with him here Yep. in the, in the future. Um, but when I first listened to the record, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's a cool rock and roll record. But, boy, talk about a record that grew on me. This thing just kept climbing and kept climbing and kept climbing. I kept spinning it. And some really, really great songs. Like the, like the song, like, Stabbed like man that is a really you know a really really good song so they like to sing songs about drinking and fighting and stuff like that but you know really some good songwriting great lead you know dual lead guitars a la dead boys uh yep you know new york dolls kind of sound um so i got that at at number four number three i have gross polluter 
the people get what the people get also man love this record um it it it's it's a it's a punk record that sort of makes fun of like the light beer punk rock lifestyle mm-hmm. which i think we're all occasionally guilty of but it's it's just such a great such a great record part-time guys who work for a living you know not trying to you know get rich just making punk rock for all the right reasons so that's that's my number three number two the drowns record came out in like the second week of january yeah and when a record comes out that early in the year and it's still your favorite record when you know one of your favorite records when the year rolls around that that means a lot i think because i think records that come out in the fall generally have an advantage you know because they're fresher in your mind yeah yep but and that drowns record is great of course we had we had uh Rev, Rev Aaron yeah. Peterson, um, hell of a nice guy, great band, great record. So that's my the, number two. I'm actually going to go all the way back to number five to play a song. I'm going to go back to the Queers, the Queers record. Um, and the reason I'm not playing one of those bands is because we actually had all three of those bands on, so we played a ton of their songs. That's true. I'm not sure we'll play some later. Yeah, that's true. So, so this is the song that opens the side B of the new Queers record. This is called Hong Fucking Kong.
Pong, fucking Kong, fucking Kong. It's by the, by, by, by the queers. <laughs> Who's the is the is it the bomb pop, pops that do the back horror pops? Somebody they have this one of those girl groups does the backing vocals on that. Song. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. I'll have to look that one up. Um, yeah, I'd imagine I'd imagine I'd play the bomb pops and not the <laughs> not the horror pops. I would I wouldn't imagine it. Anyway. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I like that que- the question you asked John on episode episode seventy nine about his Japanese wife or whatever. That was pretty, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't even remember but... about about Joe's Japanese wife too. He, he was talking oh, about yeah. Japanese wives or whatever, and how she must be a nightmare or something. That was that was pretty funny. So <laughs> <laughs> cracks me up thinking about it. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have that Queers album higher. I'm just you know I guess you well, haven't played it enough or something. Well, no, no, I really I really like it. I just don't think it reaches the level of. I mean, I got it at number. Number five. Oh yeah, I guess it's pretty high. Yeah, because it, it just came. Be, considering it just came out as well. Yeah, I I, I love the pop songwriting. <laughs> I just don't think it has the songs that take it to the next level, like the bands that are ahead of it. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Like the like the real meat and potatoes, like really songs that have a real deep meaning. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Good on good on you for keeping the Drowns album that high uh, throughout the year, though. Like <clears throat> so good. Like that, I mean, that's another band where their first, they made a huge jump from their first record. I never even listened to their first record. Oh, you didn't? No, I have the single, they did a single called The Sound that was really good. No, so that came out after um, their first first. record. Yeah. Um, It's, it's, and it came out like, oh God, what was that? Yeah, View from the Bottom, and it came out um, from like that live at the, oh God, what, it's, it's the, um. Not live from the rock room. Yeah, live from the rock room put it put out the record, I think, and some I think some German label put it out in in Europe. But it's a good record. But like when it's, I saw when I saw the when I saw the drones play, they did mostly stuff from uh, Under Tension and did like one song from the first record. I think that's uh, the consensus is that there's a real serious step up from the first record to this record. Oh, it's it's. I mean, I've, I've, it's, I've spotified the first record a little. I mean, it sounded fine, but yeah, it didn't it didn't hit me the way that the, this one did. No, and then also I think they, I could be wrong, but they only had they were a three piece during View from the Bottom and the Sound, ah. and then I think they brought in a second guitarist for, um, whole uh, for Under Tension. View um, but from- under- Honor record. Now, funnily enough, record. funnily enough, Ricky, this is going to be a compliment to you. Um, even though you used to think I used to make fun of you when you were on punk news <laughs> all the time, um, I actually took it. I actually did take notice of, of your picks, and you picked "View from the Bottom" by the Drowns as yep. one of your favorite albums of like 2018 or whatever. So I yeah. actually did download it and listen to that one a lot, and I did, I did like it. So when the, when the Under Tension came out, I was super stoked because I knew the band already. So that was that was pretty good. Yeah, I just heard the single like that came out in like 2019 or something, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I had two different kinds of songs on it, you know. Kind of one of them was sort of like a, almost like a kind of a Dropkick Murphys ish kind of chanty kind of Irish punk sounding song, and the other one was just like a straight up like punk burner. And I'm like, oh, it's cool, nice variety. And the album has sort of that similar dynamic, you know, where there's like the classic kind of oi, but there's also some of the kind of more serious punk that I think a lot of the young kids could get into. That's why I think this record has an ability to sort of span 
uh, generations, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, I I, it, yeah. And, 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 well, you know, if you have a good songwriting, it just stands out. Yeah. You know. Sure. Well, yeah, and and you know, I know um, it, they're made up of, I think, two members of Success. Yeah. Who um, I never and, oh, it, it's two. They were they were really different. They were very. They were also very good. Um, I don't even know. I don't really understand what happened to them. But I got to tell you, I'm happy with what, what's going on now. I don't know that they're done necessarily. If I uh, think he, I think he said they all. All the bands are sort of still somewhat active because some of the guys are from the Briggs too. Oh well, okay. So their drummer, who I actually know and I'm blanking on his name, but he's actually in the Briggs, the Drowns. He's in the Shell Corporation as well. Okay, that was the other band that someone yeah. came from the Shell Corporation. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but so that's a really cool, like, you know, uh, amalgamation of people. Like, it's uh, I, I was really stoked to see them, and they. Uh, I also reviewed uh, View from the Bottom, and I gave it four because I'm like, this is really good. But I did not expect them mm. to make just just explode with under tension. Like this is like under tensions is such a big step up. It is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Ricky, if I could drum roll, I would, but I don't yes. think it, I don't think there's much anticipation or like any no. surprise here. Well, That's those of us who know you could have <laughs> told everybody what your number one was going to be. But for those who don't know you as well, what's your number one, Ricky? My number one is the self-titled record by Pears. Um, I know it's sort of anticlimactic, but um, I thought that this was a very qu- this was their first official full length with the current lineup, yeah. um, and this is like I think this is going to be the lineup that that sticks uh, do you, now. Do you feel like this record got very much attention? I kind of think it's. Um, the radar a little bit <laughs> not as i probably not <laughs> i have to laugh i have to laugh because the punk what news review say? the punk news review said again it gave it five stars and it said it was going to be the equivalent of london calling <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. it did not get five stars it, got it like did four. no it got no, five it stars and she said it was going to be it was going to be the equivalent of london calling in 10 years no 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 no. that's You're what she said about... i'm telling you that's Wait. what she said what was it Wait julie yeah, it was Julie. Yeah, well. Let me see this. Wait a minute. No, no. Yes. No, no. She said London Calling is what she compared the it London to. London Calling is a piece of garbage compared to the new Pears album. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. No. Pears, the, the self-titled album on Punk News, the review gave it, it's a four out of five. And what does it say about London? Does it say something about London Calling on there? Otherwise, it's a different review. You're probably talking about my, oh, no, no, no. She, it does talk about London Calling. Yeah, there you uh, go. But, um, Fucking nonsense. London Calling. Oh, and it's so funny julie started her started the review with my name i love that um uh <laughs> because i i i gave i i i reviewed their first two records um but uh yeah i i thought this it was a very i thought the self-titled record um was very it's it's kind of a, a mature also um it's a very mature take on on their sound comfortably dumb uh and a bunch of other tracks are just just so good. Um, and I just, I love their style. I, and I, I, you know, I'm pretty honest about that. I was gushing over go to prison when it came out too. I put it at number three. You, you um, were an but, early, you were an early champion of this band. No well, question about it. And I was surprised I was so early because I all, I found them because I was listening to um, the anxious and angry podcast. And because he put it out, uh, Ryan Young put it out. That's right. He put it out and, themselves originally. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I got to fi- I got to find out more about this band. And I just I'm saying this is really good and kept pushing it. And um, uh, yeah, so I. I what what I, I this this record rocks. I don't know what else to say. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. As usual. Thank you so much. Hold on so, a second. Hold on a second. Tom, what do you think? What do you think? This not I, me. This I, just be me. Band that I, I think is okay, but I never. I mean, I've seen them live. They're fun. I mean, I I I have their first album. I have Go to Prison. I never bought any of the other albums. I don't dislike them. I I've met Zach especially a handful of times. I just it's just not. It just doesn't ring my bell. That's all. I mean, I don't even really have anything negative to say about them. I don't dislike them. I just don't. I, I can't get into them. Did you ever listen to Green Star, the second record? Uh-uh. You, you I mean, I might have thrown it out once or twice, but. Give it a, give it a spin if, if you, if you, if you hmm. are so inclined. Neil, dare I ask how you like this record, or should we just skip you? Um, no, I've actually tried listening to because again, I knew. I mean, I've, and it's not just you. I've seen a lot of people giving this like album of the year, and I've tried, and it's all very, very much the same, and I, it just doesn't do much for me. With, without their relentless touring to push it, it just seems like it kind of, I don't know, seemed kind of anticlimactic. You mean it's not London Calling? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was it, it, the thing is I think uh, also why I probably got a four out of five and I think Julie even says this in the review it's just like uh, it, it's it's it they just took it slightly they took a different direction here I mean there's a fairly slow song on on this record I forget what it's called but um, you correct me it, up buddy this just needed what this oh, this don't is a stop really <laughs> this is a good this record's a really good um, it, it's kind of just like their they finally found their place with their uh, with their with their members, their sound, and now they can continue and hopefully they'll do some more experimenting. Don't talk about and, that. And uh, do something Ricky. awesome next next time. <laughs> you want to play a song from that, Ricky? Yes, he well, does. Okay, so my plan was so my plan was to play something from the rest of Western Addiction album too, but um, uh, I've done four, so yeah, let's just play. Um, comfortably dumb uh, off pairs self-titled record.
comfortably dumb by pairs. So I real, but I really need to reiterate, like the if you're gonna take anything from my list, you yes, two sir. should really listen to the Western Addiction album. I think you'll both okay. really like it. I will do. I'll listen to one thing you tell me to listen to. That'll be it. I'm gonna give it a I'll go because you know I actually do, and I'll I'll give it a fair listen. And I do so, actually. I I, so I do pretty, listen to these things. Yeah. So thoughts. So I know one of your favorite bands, to, to typically has been against me. Yeah. Now there was no new Against Me record this year, but there was a new Laura Jane Grace album. What what do you think about that? You know, it was it was fine. Um I thought I was hoping for kind of, I guess I was expecting kind of like um something from Laura's first like acoustic solo EP. Um I thought it was good. Uh, there's one song on there that I'm uh, blinking on too that I forgot uh, the name of that I really enjoyed. Um but was it like you know, oh my God, this is amazing. Not really. Um, I, I think I even said in the comments of the review, like I probably would have given it like a three and a half out of five. Um, but I mean, also, you know, the Menzingers album, which I mean, th- that was an acoustic version of their last album. Like I didn't put it in my top 20. Boy, their, electric, their electric albums are boring. I can't imagine. Oh, God, you guys are, you know what this is? You know what this is? I realize what, this, what the issue this is. This is beat podcast. up on Ricky it's, for an hour and a half. It's not bit of beat up on Ricky. It's it's youth versus age. That's the problem. <laughs> no, the men, the, men, the men sing is just, a, just boring 30s no. fucking garage rock. That's, it's horrible. Feel the same. Kids feel the same way about social distortion. It's just, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, no, it's, no, it's, no, 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 no. You're not getting away with that. You can either write songs or you can't. Social Mike, Na- Mike Ness can write a song. We talk to people under forty. They're like, yeah, social distortion is pretty much Nickelback for punk. and you know what? I won't even go far with that. I don't listen to social distortion regularly. I don't think, but I don't think they're they're that. Like, um, but no, I mean, the acoustic record, like. It, it was just like a repeat, which is, I mean, that's fine if you want to do that. I bought the record, but it, it's, if you're not, it's just not going to be, especially with so much stuff being released this year. Um, it just what like those two are just not going to make it. It's not that I dislike them. It's just like, I can't fit. I, there are so many other things yeah. <laughs> to put on there. One thing I was surprised by both of your, by both of your lists was I did not see the chats record on there. I oh. thought for sure you guys would have have that. Well, I liked it early in the year, but it, it kind of it just it was such a one trick pony. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that right. it kind of burnt out on it. Yeah, that's what was happening. I, I kind of record that was as good as the I'm on Smoko. Yeah, I you know I felt the same way because I I had I originally had it up pretty high on my list, and then like as I listened to it throughout the year, I'm like, this is like there's really I'm not really grow. There's records really not growing out on me any more than it did there's when it no first came out. It. You know what I mean? There's no depth to it. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a great snotty punk record. Sure. And I should really buy it. But you know what? Here's what happened to me, Ricky. Honestly, I re- I uh, interviewed the singer for New Noise, and the kid yeah. was like one of the worst interviews ever. Oh, really? Just not like a dick or anything, but just like just just one two words for everything. You know, just just like okay, I got to make freaking seven hundred words out of this. Thanks a lot. So that kind of turned me off, but I, I think they're fun. But I mean, we'll always have the "I'm on Smoko" video, right? Yeah, yeah. You got that. If you got that, you got all of the chats that you need to have, really. All right, Neil, you better go. I'm on. Unfortunately, I'm on a time constraint. I know you guys are going to try to make me late, but yeah, we're going to try. Yeah, because what are they? They're going to do like another three-hour fucking Christmas special. So you can you What's can forget that. Oh, I, I got. I'll ask you later, but I'm yeah. curious about what they're doing. Um. So yeah, my number one was the Drowns and Detention. Um, just a fantastic album that stood the yeah. test of time. When I I didn't listen to it for a few months and listened to it again, and all the songs are great. However, I will say that um, 
X with Alphabet Land has been climbing up the charts recently. And if I had to do this list again right now, I might put that at number one, but in the Drowns at number two. But as of right now, the Drowns are at number one, best album if, of if the year. Vaccine, if Xene would come on and talk to us about her crazy conspiracy theories, that would be actually be one. a really, really interesting interview, I, I think. I, I actually, I in my book, I interviewed, um, and for Punk News, I interviewed DJ Bromebreak. Yeah, I remember a, that. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's, a, real, he's a really, really interesting guy. He doesn't just do X. Like, He's also like he's done a bunch of projects. He did a project with um, for South Park, I think, uh, with Joe Strummer back in the day. So like yeah. he he's done like a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. He's the only one in the group who sort of looks cool still. The rest of them. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Hold on. The guitarist does. The guitarist uh, Billy Zoom still looks exactly the same. He does not. He has to sit down a stool for the whole set. Well, he's he stands he's... up for the. He's had a fucking stroke, but I'm just saying facially and his hair and yeah. stuff. Actually, looks kind of cool. But you like, just no, you just made fun of somebody for having a stroke, you son of a bitch. Really horrible. <laughs> well, that's right. when I wrote my review of, of seeing X live, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with X. I think she might have been drunk or something. She was like, <laughs> I think she has CP or something. You're like making fun of a sick person. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm sorry, but I refuse to apologize. Yeah, anyway. yeah. You made fun of a man with having a stroke. Wait, All right. Are you gonna play what? What are you gonna play a song? Who are you gonna play a song by? I'm not. I've played my full. Oh, hold on a second. No, actually, you know what? I didn't play it yet. I'm going to go back to number 10 and play Private Function. Um, Brian from Australia. I am going to play this song, Sleep Paralysis. Yeah. <laughs>
There was sleep paralysis so, by so uh, I, private function. So Neil, when, before I, when I was choosing my uh, songs for this for this uh, episode, I was really curious. Uh, I, I was really like um, torn between playing sleep paralysis or EV Part Four, mm-hmm. and I think and EV Part Four is like my favorite song of the year. Just wow, generally. But sleep paralysis, I think, is a much more uh, a much better song to represent the album. Yeah. Um, but I, I, this is a band that more people, especially in the U S should hear, should listen to. They, they are so good. The first record, um, uh, the, actually all their EPs and their first record, um, St. Anger is so good. Like this band is just a really good time. They, they their first album after the, after the bad Metallica album with no drums. They <laughs> actually no they drums. actually had they they messed with Metallica so much with that record apparently that they had to change the record cover so that they didn't get a copyright infringement like on Spotify or something. <laughs> like, um, but uh, yeah, so they they that's what they did. Um, this this band is so good, and I wish more people knew about them. Yeah, hmm. the, the Australians kicking out of the park at the moment. Actually, I, I, I was... Stuff I was to wait, go, go ahead, Tom. No, I was going to say, I'm going to have to look some of these bands up. I'll, uh, I'll go over these lists. I mean, I'm going to go over your guys' list, because I know, like, the general punk news reviewers list, <laughs> it's just going to be all garbage. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> well, the... Um, so, uh... Oh, fuck, I just forgot. I just lost my, my thought. Um, anyway... Too young. You're too young to be losing your train of thought. That's because he's been listening to the fucking World Inferno Friendship Society too much. Twenty, you 29 this year, Ricky? Uh, 29 in uh, in January. 29, okay. Same <laughs> age as my wife. Okay, 29. Tom. Tom, do your number one, buddy. Okay. My number one is Screeching Weasel, Some Freaks of Atavism. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, the, the, the Screeching Weasel and the Queers and all these bands, they're the number one bands for virtual signalers who are like, oh, I can't listen to that because Ben Weasel accidentally punched a woman in the face 15 years ago or whatever. And Joe Queer says record. things I don't agree with. So, so I, You're I, cheating yourself if you don't listen to this record. So this was the record for me where I saw a ton of hype. I listened to it. I thought it was good. But, like, I, I, I just I, – I had one of – I had – what was that Manifesto record? Oh, First World Manifesto, yeah. That was yeah. the first one after Ben put the band back together. Yeah, so I had, I had that for Probably a while. Probably song, but not their best. It, it was, like, it did nothing for me. I don't know what I'm missing with this band, though. I don't I don't hate them. I just, but like... What you're, what you're missing is their best records came out when you were still pissing yourself. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Even okay. more. But, but I, I did enjoy... I mean, I, I probably will... Uh, get back do listen to the new one um but uh, again but like i just totally missed it um i only listened to it once uh but um, it's okay it's one of those things i I, unlike my unlike my crappy british friend i don't get offended if people don't don't like what i like i don't care i just think it's a great record it speaks to me as a you know you mean mean your crappy british friend who comments on my my records on my instagram (laughs) And gets angry and like like my it seems like my taste in music my taste in music my my taste in music you're not defending yourself very well my taste in music is like Neil's personal Pearl Harbor every time I post on on Instagram (laughs) no dude I'm just I'm just fucking with you most of the time oh dude it's it's so funny just to be able to pin your comments on it it's so great. Uh, 
I love it when I when I see a, a just a, a raving review of an album, and all I could think is, if I were a prisoner at Guantanamo Bay and they wanted me to talk, that's the band they'd put on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I get that mm. completely. Tom, so, what, song, what, what song do you want to play by your screeching weasel let's, friends? Let's play uh, Never, Never Been In Love. Okay, so this is Never Been In Love uh, by Screeching Weasel off their new album, Some Freaks of Atavism. I've never been in love Tom, what does what does some what does atavism mean? I don't even know what that means. What am I, English major? Hey, it's your number one, buddy. Well, you you better defend it. Didn't, didn't like the album? Doesn't the album cover have like a droog like clockwork yes. orange type thing going on? I didn't I didn't get the connection there with the music at all. It actually is a ripoff of, uh, you know, they do so few shows anymore that every show kind of gets a, a unique special poster. Ah, so right. that. It was actually inspired by one of the show posters where they went with the, <laughs> Dude, the they, better, they better not start doing that because I think that's what Fish do and those like Grateful Dead type bands. They do like special posters for each one of their gigs. That's uh, Weasel plays, so, like I said, they play so few shows. They don't tour. They only do flying shows. Um, they, you know, usually play Chicago every couple of years. Yeah, but, we still um, want to get him on the podcast, don't we? See if we can I get him on. Ben, uh, you know, the, the problem with Screeching Weasel, here's here's why this album kicked kick my ass. So the original band, the entire first 15-year run was Ben Weasel singing, sometimes playing guitar or whatever, and Jughead John Pearson playing, like, lead guitar. And then the band broke up in, like, 2001. And then 2004, Ben put the band back together. And he had Danny Vapid, and he had some old-time guys in the band for a while until the incident in Texas with the punching of the girls. Um, 
but essentially it's become a solo project since then um and it's he's put out some pretty good stuff but i never thought they put out another great album and i think this is a great album mm-hmm. and it came out when i was a little underworked so i had a lot of time to listen to it and there's mm-hmm. some other factors um but no I, I think it's i think it's a great album um I mean, is it, does it affect me the same way that my brain hurt did in, you know, 1993 or whatever? No, it doesn't, but 91 or whatever. But it's a great album. I, I like it. Um, I got the first press, one of 300 Orange. Oh, so. yeah. See, that was something else. Like, I saw that just fly off the shelves. Oh. Uh, like, that that sold out really quickly. And that was the other thing that, sh- that I'm like, oh, what am I missing here? Like, I, I, I'm i going to jump on it again. I I, I really am because I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to just get into that. It might not, you know, not all albums have the ability to speak across generations. That's all there is to it. And when it comes down to it, Ricky, you know, I always used to make the joke, like if I had a kid when I was in high school, you, you that's about your age, you know, <laughs> We're almost a, pretty much a generation apart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely closer to your parents' age than I am to your age. So Neil's closer to your grandparents' age than your parents' age. Fuck <laughs> you. But you know what? I, I it, but you know what? Inevitably, and this goes for like every year for you and me, uh, Tom. When we, when I was still do, doing punk news, like we always had some overlap. Yeah, like, we did. Like I mean, I mean, this year it's the Drowns and X for sure. Yeah. Um. But uh, and I I I'm sure like like something else like I'm hoping for the new Off album next year. Like I'm sure that sure like like you and I had <laughs> Off on, on our. Yeah, he's doing so, yeah, he's doing Circle Jerks. I don't think he's gonna be doing Off. I don't know. So what about Ricky? So one 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 last album I want to ask you about because I actually like this album and I can't remember if I put it on my punk news top twenty or not. Yeah. Because sometimes when you put try to put split albums in, the algorithms don't work well. So sometimes when I'm putting an album in, if it won't make the generator won't crank oh. out the I'll just skip it and go to the next one <laughs> to put yeah. something else in. But the Frank Turner no effect split. Okay, I listened to it. I swear I listened to it once. But here's the thing, like th- this year has been also I've just come to realize I might have outgrown a couple of, of, of bands, one of which is AJJ, which I'm sure I'm not going to get any sort of backlash yeah, from either of you. I had outgrown them when they were born, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, but that their album that they put out was just not good this year. I didn't even put it in my, and I bought it. And oh, actually, I have a question for you about another band in a, in a yeah. minute. But um, uh, so that band, but also I, I keep like, trying to get you know I, i'm a no effects fan i've seen them a bunch i have a bunch of their records i bought their 2016 record which i thought was oh, was good but i haven't listened to it like since yeah. and i listened to this one i'm like this does nothing for me and i've never really been into frank turner i don't hate him i just just kind of have nothing frank turner which is fine i guess but no effects has just like it, i i just don't find their new stuff all that compelling and you know yeah, and, no, and, i don't either, so I don't either but when, this, when, they, like- when they when when they announced their that 2016 record, they had that album uh, that song uh, Six Years on Dope or something like that, and I went, "Whoa, this is a really yep. cool song! Like this could be like a big, really cool like No Effects comeback and stuff." And that's not what happened with the record. It still made it to my top 20, I think that year, but like nothing. And I, I, it's funny because I just spun um, Punk and Drublick. That's a great record, right. but I'm just I'm just not seeing anything from No Effects. That's terribly compelling see it's funny it's funny, it's, it's funny you know, mentioned- I, I grew them like in my late 20s but then i came back to them like around the time like war and airism and then i had another good run with them and then yeah. i gave them up again it's it's funny so you I, it's, it's funny you mentioned that album tom because it was looking on some other punk uh site with their top albums of the year and it was um 
pretty much the top four were um, the Purrs album. So Ricky will like that. <laughs> um, it was that NoFX split album. And it was that new fucking anti-flag album, which is just dreadful. So I, you know, I, so I, I lost all respect for that site right there. But um, have you heard that new anti-flag album? I mean, it, it's just, you know, it's just a band that I really don't care about, but I've seen them in a few settings where I, I don't mind them live. Another mm-hmm. band that I think is yeah. okay live. But I like the first two albums. The first two albums are great, but this new one, it could just, it could be Rage Against the Machine. It's just fucking terrible. But you know, anti-flag never really did much for me. Um, I, I agree, their live show is actually is really good. I've seen them once or twice, um, and I've and I've actually met a couple of them. They were super nice, like they're really nice guys. Um, uh, but that, yeah, I, that's, that's I, I, kind I, of a problem right there. To tell you the truth, do you think the Sex Pistols were nice guys? I don't probably, because I, I can guarantee they weren't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so um, the record I wanted to ask you about, you guys about, because. I just I, I just listened to it once. I went, what happened? And that is the real Mackenzie's album that came out this year. Oh, I didn't listen to it. Did I didn't it? listen to it either. I generally okay, like it, but I haven't listened to the last couple, honestly. Due West, it was such a great album, and I totally missed it. I, I got to it late. But this new one, they went in some odd direction, and it did nothing for me. And I don't know. And like I pre-ordered the album. I did everything. And I gave it one spin. I listened to it on my phone a couple times. Just did nothing. It was just, it was just kind of a like a weird, dark direction that I huh. just, it just didn't really fit that well. For Another me. band that's just great live, great, great oh, live. For sure, definitely, definitely. You know what he wears under his kilt? He doesn't wear anything under exactly. his kilt, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I saw right up Main Street one show. Look, bent over and pulled this thing up, and I could see his internal organs. Look, you yeah. see everything. That's for sure. Hmm. Hey, oh. how, hey, how about Death by Stereo? Do you like them, uh, Ricky? You know, I it's another it's a band I just haven't gotten around to yet. But I did they put it, they put out a new record today, didn't they? They did just just like last month. We're all dying just it. in time. I listened to it and it's just like it's just more of that same stuff. It sounds angry and, and then they go into that stupid breakdown in the middle of the song and it's just ugh. Well, I will t- tell you what, guys. So, I'm on time constraint. I actually had to wrap this up. But you know what? We sh- maybe we shouldn't wait till the end of the year, Ricky. Maybe we should do a mid-year roundup because I've enjoyed catching up very much and this is really Absolutely. the only time it's the only time we really get to put our heads together. Absolutely. I mean, and guys, like this is again, this is my favorite thing to do. This was my favorite thing to do on the Punk News podcast. So I love doing this every year. But I, I agree. I think we should, we should this, definitely. And you get to do your, you get to do your favorite thing, and you don't have to deal with John and Adam. So. <laughs> no, I love those guys. Uh, but, I do too. Most part. But, um, but uh, you know, I think I think going halfway through the year just to kind of review what we've down so far. I think that's a really good idea. I'm totally down to do that. Excellent. Well, thanks for thanks again for joining us, Ricky. We appreciate it. And uh, no problem. We eventually, when this episode goes up, Neil and I will be we will be posting the Punk Till I Die top five or top ten. I'm telling you, bands are going to be like, I don't care about Rolling Stone. I don't care about punk news. The ultimate honor at the end of the year will be being in the top five, top ten on the Punk Till I Die podcast. Because apparently I'm an <laughs> asshole, so, you know, I guess they will. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what, we, maybe we could do like that guy we talked to the other day, Neil, and we could make some, like, handmade like handmade awards or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, I'll make some awards for the trans. Anyway, yeah. I must go. So thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Ricky and Neil. It's been a pleasure as always, and I'm sure we'll catch up shortly. Okay. Absolutely, guys. Thanks again. Hey, do Ricky. You, you know, do the stupid sign off neil well tom you can you can hang up if you want because i want to talk to ricky a second because i'm going to actually play that western addiction song that he wanted to 
He wanted oh, us to sweet. hear. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. So, hey, good talk to you, Ricky. We'll catch up again soon. All right, Tom. Thanks, Tom. We'll, we'll talk soon. All right, man. See you yeah. guys. Bye. Yeah. So, so Ricky, you wanted to play the song Lurchers, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to take anything from what we've talked about, at least from, from on my end, the two albums that I hope a lot of people, three albums that I hope a lot of people listen to is Dragged In, their album LP1. I think you and I both agree on Private Function. More people yep. in the U.S. should listen to them. Yep. Um, their album, Whose Line Is It Anyway? And then I really hope you and Tom listen to Frail Brave by Western Addiction. Um, it's a really great hardcore song. It's one of the few records I reviewed this year for Punk World Views. Um, so here's the song Lurchers uh, from uh, the album Frail Brave. Under the lash, I vaguely yell. Lurchers by Western Addiction off the album Fredal Brave from 2020. Um, I actually, while we were talking, I actually did just download that on uh -huh. uh, on iTunes. And I have to say, if they want people to like listen to their shit, they, <laughs> they better do something about the artwork because that artwork is just fucking dreadful on that album. I mean, it oh, looks no, like no, no. it looks like you know, you know, you know, when uh, in Spinal Tap when they had the black album. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's well, that's almost what that bloody album looks like. It's like some, sometimes they do sell. Sometimes the covers do sell a record, you know. Well, this so if you get the physical version, it actually is quite, uh, it's it's quite powerful. But I don't think the digital version does it justice. Oh, because it's but it's just them pictured in, in black and white, pictured in front of a black and white background, mm, right? Like right, a closed club or something, way, right? The way the album came was it, it came with a sleeve with like their the gold uh, their gold like symbol over it. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting the full effect, I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take your word for that one then. But I'm <laughs> I'm gonna give him a listen because you've been talking him up so much. So Awesome. Yeah. So hey, like Tom said, thanks for coming on again, Ricky. Hopefully we can have you on again pretty soon. And uh anybody that wants his book, you should go and buy his book. Where can they get that from again? Yeah, so if you want to get on Amazon, um 
it's called I'm Out of Here. Uh, and if you want to go to I'mOutOfHereBook.com, that'll take you to the store in V where you can get it cheaper. And uh, if you want me to sign it, I can sign it for you as well. Um, but there's free shipping through Amazon. Uh, and Or if you want to hit me up on Instagram at DesertBurst92, that's totally cool. We can figure something out through there. Um, and again, if you're interested in contributing to Punk World Views, um, punkworldviews at gmail.com uh, and uh, see what you... Uh, and, you know, we'll see what we can do for you. Um, and yeah, guys, it's always a pleasure. I've, 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 I loved catching up and, uh, thanks again. Sure. Hey, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. And, uh, we'll talk to you again, hopefully soon. And, uh, everybody stay free and keep a little mark in your heart. Okay. Bye everybody.